Nicole Barham created a groundbreaking app for entrepreneurs that will simplify your life and save you time. And she's got the goods to prove it. She's had a chance to tell the world about it on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, Essence Magazine, Black Enterprise, and more. If you're a solo entrepreneur who is stressed out about how to track the money you earn in your business, overwhelmed with the thought of preparing for tax season or that important proposal that needs a budget, and you're clueless about how to understand your numbers, much less to run an accurate financial report, it's time for you to learn about 5-Minute Bookkeeper, the woman who created the app and the story behind its creation. There's a saying that came up several times in this episode with Nicole Barham, and that saying is, necessity is the mother of all creation. You'll learn what was the necessity that sparked her decision to become an entrepreneur, and what was the necessity that motivated her to create the groundbreaking app. During this episode, you will also learn about Nicole Barham, her childhood in Jamaica, her early career, what inspired her to create the 5-Minute Bookkeeper, how she's earned multi-six figures in just three years in business. Um, of course, you'll learn about her entrepreneurial journey and the mindset shifts she's had to make to transition from employee to entrepreneur. Check out this episode of the Age Has No Limit podcast so you can learn about Nicole, creator of the 5-Minute Bookkeeper, financial strategist, mom, wife, and entrepreneur. It's the Age Has No Limit podcast. We're here to show and prove that your age shouldn't prevent you from designing and living the life you want. I'm your host, Patrice Davis. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Age Has No Limit podcast. Here with me is Nicole Barham, the creator of the 5-Minute Bookkeeper. We're going to start off by learning a little bit more about the 5-Minute Bookkeeper. So, Nicole, I would love for you to provide us your best description of the 5-Minute Bookkeeper. Thank you so much for having me, Patrice. Um, well, 5-Minute Bookkeeper is really about how to help entrepreneurs, especially solo entrepreneurs, to get and stay on top of their bookkeeping in five minutes a day in a nutshell, right? It's a simple system that I created. And I know when somebody hears five minutes a day, they're like, I don't believe that. <laughs> but um, we have proven over and over again that this is a simple system that we created just because people were always scrambling to get their numbers organized. A lot of entre entrepreneurs don't know how much money is coming in, how much is going out, if they're making a profit or loss. And at tax time, they're always scrambling. So 5-Minute Bookkeeper eliminates that, makes it so simple and easy. And one of the things, too, I want our audience to know that you've actually been featured on a number of programs. You've had an opportunity to really, you know, share with the public at large about 5-Minute Bookkeeper. Do you mind telling us some of the places where you've been able to share some um, more details about the product? Absolutely. So um, I've been on Good Morning America uh, on ABC and also uh, The Breakfast Club. And, um, you know, just spreading the word because I just feel like not many people know about simple bookkeeping systems. When they think about bookkeeping, they think about something that's very, you know, difficult, something that they don't definitely don't want to do. Right. And so uh, I'm spreading the word about how simple and easy bookkeeping could be. And I got the opportunity to be on Good Morning America, Breakfast Club, um, been in Essence, been uh, in, on Black Enter in Black Enterprise. Um, just, you know, lots of media getting the word out. I love that. I love that you're getting all the coverage. I'm glad that you created a solution for 
solo entrepreneurs. And I remember my days as a solo entrepreneur, even though I had various systems that I can use maybe to create an invoice or some of the other things, I didn't really, especially at the introductory level, did not have the reporting you know, capability. And it was certainly wasn't something I could do in five minutes. So I really, really, uh -huh. really think that your product is amazing. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I'd love for the audience to know is, you know, tell me a little bit about Nicole Barham, where you're from, and do you have any siblings? Absolutely. So I am from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. uh, was born in a little um, a parish, we call them, um, St. Elizabeth, Jamaica, rural area, loved growing up in the country, loved mm -hmm. being a country girl, and um, just really, you know, had the, the kind of family values that are, you know, how it is, work hard, um, do your best, and had the most supportive family around me, right? Mm -hmm. um, and went to all the way to high school and started college actually started working and started college in Jamaica in accounting so that's my accounting background started many many years ago um, I like to tell the story of how I really started um, on the trajectory in the accounting field was my grandmother one day she was out in the yard and we were talking and you know how it is every kid they everybody asked them what, what do you want to be when you grow up and I said to my grandmother I want to be a lawyer <laughs> and in her Jamaican accent, Patois, she said, no, don't be no lawyer. Them two lie. <laughs> so I so I was, she's like, be an accountant. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the seed was planted. And luckily for me, um, I love numbers. I loved accounting. So it was kind of easy. You know, it wasn't something that I, you know, fought to be or to do. And so um, I remember just those days of growing up in the country and being with my my family and just being just being nurtured and being loved and just um you know getting to the point where I'm like okay so this is what I love to do this is my trajectory um and then in my early 20s I moved to the states so been in the, in America over 20 years now 27 years now oh my gosh mm -hmm. um <laughs> and just been um you know working with just different areas different um companies and being in this accounting, and this is what really set me up for creating 5-Minute Bookkeeper because I have so much of that background and I see how I can make it easier for people. So yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell. <laughs> and well, of course I have siblings. I do have um, two brothers and a sister and we all live like really close. Um, my mom lives in Florida here too. So um, we were all together, just together for Christmas. Oh, wow. I love it. I love it. So for those of you who don't know, because I don't typically share it that much, that I'm also from Jamaica, so I can completely understand and relate to the childhood she's talking about. Um, so I also grew up in a rural community um, in another parish and had the family around me, you know, several generations, right? And yeah. so that's always... Um, you know, as a child, it's just a really great sense of security. I think that comes with that kind of upbringing. Um, now, really, what inspired you to create Five Minute Bookkeeper? I know you have the background. Um, would love to know a little bit more about what made you say, hmm, there's something I can create for, for solo entrepreneurs. Sure. So um, I was actually wanting to be a, an entrepreneur. I think I've always had it in my blood. My grandparents have always owned a corner shop um, in the country. They For 60 years, there were shop owners. And so I was in that business. I was working when I was collecting money, you know, doing groceries. 
So I think from a little kid, I was bitten by the entrepreneurial bug. And I've, I tried a few things um, when I became an adult. But then um, in 2000, I'm going to say 13, I wanted to be a full-time entrepreneur. I was working a nine to five. My commute was very long. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what, how can I start this entrepreneurial journey? And then a few years later, my son, Brandon, was um, diagnosed. Um, he's on the autism spectrum. And so I wanted to be home more. I wanted to take, take care of him. There's not much care, schooling for children on the spectrum. And so I wanted to be a more involved mom. I wanted to be an advocate for my son. But working a nine to five, having a three hour round trip commute, like there was no time left in the day. And so I kind of dug my heels in in um, I think it, 2019, I'm going to say 2018, dug my heels in. And I was like, OK, I have an accounting background. I'm going to create I'm going to start my own bookkeeping business. And I went to went online, started to research and I found a system that I was like, OK, let me use the system. Patrice, I could not learn how to use that system. My background is accounting. Yes. <laughs> there was a four hour tutorial on how to oh. use a keeping system. Yeah. I was like, no way. Like, I just want to know how much is coming in. Yeah. How much is going out? Am I making a profit or loss? You know, get a PL. Mm -hmm. And so um I I'm very techie, right? Yeah. So I learn really quickly. And then my husband is also really techie. So um we kind of put our heads together and I'm like, you know what? I can create something. I don't need the system that is going to like have me jump through hoops mm -hmm. and do all these things just to get like a simple PL, a simple yeah. profit and loss statement. That's all I need. Yeah. And so um, I was looking at that and I'm like, there has to be more people who are like me, who are not even with an accounting background. Like they're like, I'm a coach mm -hmm. or I just want to, you know, be able to do my numbers without having to learn this, you know, system. Mm -hmm. And that's how the idea was sparked, right? And I created the system and then I started to say, there has to be more people. And that's kind of how, because I was starting to create something for myself. And then I'm like, you know what? There has to be more people. Let me package this so that I can sell it where you can do it yourself, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how the idea, you know how sometimes um, they say, um, what's that saying? Um, something about the mother of invention, necessity, it's the mother, of invention. The mother of, of invention. And so I needed this thing. I couldn't find it. I knew I could make it simpler. And so I, I created that um, five-minute bookkeeper in 2020. It's mm -hmm. a little over three years now. And oh my gosh, it's, mm -hmm. it's been amazing. We've created a multiple six-figure business um, mm -hmm. in three years, which is unheard of. Yeah. And um, everybody on the internet streets is raving about Five Minute Bookkeeper. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the other day you shared, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Nicole and I are in the same business group. We were in the same business mastermind. And I remember you had a, you know, you declared something and it's okay if you don't want to share it here, but it was a, a de declaration that I remember cheering on. Um, mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, Whenever you're ready to share that, just know that there are a lot of people out here that are supporting you, and I'm sure you know that, and are are waiting for that. So, um, <laughs> and you know, it'll be simpler for them, and it will, you know, yeah. So just, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll let you share that when when the time comes. So, 
One of the things is you say you will help women entrepreneurs go from being stressed out about money to financial peace of mind. And so we know that five minute bookkeeper, the product helps them do that. Yeah. You also, I believe, provide other services. So do you mind describing that? Um, and how do you help them meet, you know, achieve financial peace of mind? Absolutely. So um, financial peace starts with a basic financial foundation, mm -hmm. right? Um, I always say that you cannot build an empire on a wobbly foundation. And I see so many of my entrepreneur friends building something really, really big, right? Um, they know their craft. They It's in, in demand. They have amazing clients, but the finances are wobbly and it's not organized, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then they kind of back into the finances. They back into creating a foundation and it's always harder, right? Mm -hmm. And so in I kind of incorporate 5-Minute Bookkeeper in almost everything that I do, all my services. But what I do in that aspect with the peace of mind and helping them um, is to provide what we call CFO services, so chief fin chief financial officer services. So we we go a step further than the bookkeeping, right? We do mostly um, projections. We talk about okay, how much do you want to make? What are your goals? And we map that out. Mm -hmm. um, what's the cash flow? How much money are you expecting to come into your business, mm -hmm. right? And then my coach, who's all we were also in the same mastermind, um, we talked about my business strategy, like how Nicole, like people have said to me all the time, how have you been able to build this business from almost zero to multiple six figures in just two, like at that point it was two years. And so I've been like sharing with other of my entrepreneur, entrepreneur friends, they've been using those strategies. And she was like, why don't you incorporate that into your business as well? Why don't you show them how to manage the money, but also show them how to bring more in? And mm -hmm. so that's what I've been been um, adding business strategy services where I'm literally, you know, taking this 10,000 foot view of my of my client's business and saying, you know, maybe implement this strategy here, maybe. And also the implementation, because listen, if you get you can get all the strategy, yes. but if you don't go off and implement, then, yeah. it, you know, it, it's not it's for not. So mm -hmm. um, the strategy and then to help them implement and mm -hmm. also continue to like hold their hand, tweet, test. And so that's what I've also included. And it's been amazing. Um, we've helped so many clients to um, to double their income in their business, mm -hmm. make more money, and they've been really happy. What I like is that, you know, I'm so glad that you mentioned strategy is one thing, because I think there is, you know, an abundance of strategy out there in the, in the you know, in the internets, let's call it, right? <laughs> but not necessarily how to implement. And, you know, for some, in some instances that is intentional yeah. in other instances, it's because the person that's sharing the strategy may not have good implementation, um, in, you know, insight skills, whatever the case may be, but they're really, really great at strategy. So I'm really glad that what you're providing is a tool, a strategy and a way to actually implement the service. So really what you're doing is providing service, almost a 360 degree service um, in terms of finan financial management. Um, and, you know, like you said, the projections, thinking bigger picture. So um, really, really fantastic that you've integrated all of that into your services. Now, is there a particular customer that you can think of 
that really helped you understand the positive impact of Five Minute Bookkeeper or even a set of customers, maybe two customers that really were like, you know, before Five Minute Bookkeeper, they were, you know, at a certain place. And now yeah. after Five Minute book, book, Bookkeeper, they're, you know, in a much better place. I'm sure you have several examples of that. Absolutely. Now, um, we're from Jamaica, Patrice, Patrice, so we grew up in a Christian country, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I have a client who is Christian, mm -hmm. and she was on one of our webinars, um, and you know, I was sharing about Five Minute Bookkeeper, mm -hmm. and she came on, and we did an interview, and I will never forget this. Mm -hmm. She said that Five Minute Bookkeeper is an anointing for bookkeeping. Wow. Now, I'm like, wow, for, for, you know, if you're a religious person, that's kind of the highest, mm -hmm. you know, compliment that you can get yeah. about your product that you've created. And I've, I still get goose pimples just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And so I've had clients who are years behind mm -hmm. with bookkeeping and, and that person was one of them, Angelica, and she was able to bring her bookkeeping up to date in less than a few hours. Mm. right and that's why she was like I have never encountered anything like this mm -hmm. I it's always difficult it's always overwhelming and this thing has really made my life so much so much easier right life-changing that, that those are some of the words um or phrases that clients have used mm -hmm. um so that's Angelica with that um you know getting on top of her bookkeeping and then let me think um Okay, so another client, uh, Melissa, mm -hmm. she was the same way. Like every year she said her tax accountant was always chasing her, right? Mm -hmm. And I used to be that person too. They would be chasing me. They would send me emails. I would miss the emails, miss the tax deadline. Mm -hmm. And um, she said to me when she said, oh my goodness, I, she sent me a message and said, I sent my PL over to my tax professional and he was blown away. <laughs> <laughs> I surprised him because, you know, he's used to me coming in with not, you know, not everything organized. And he was so impressed by how organized I, I was. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's important. Right, Patrice? Like, yes, we as entrepreneurs have to pay our taxes. Yes. We have yes. to make sure that we're getting all the deductions that we are getting and not overpaying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so being able to keep proper records of that mm -hmm. uh, five minute bookkeeper was able to help her do that. And so five minute bookkeeper is an application, correct? It's, yes. it's an application that you guys create. Yeah. Yeah. So this is good. Now, you know, it's interesting you brought up, I actually brought up the mastermind and you brought up one of the, you know, insights you gained from being in that mastermind. What about any other, you know, insight that you think you've gained to help you level up your business? Um, you know, in, from that you actually learned from being in the mastermind. And I'm asking that question because I think that a lot of people think that when you start your business, you may get the support and mentorship that you need early in, in the process. And then after a while, you can drive on your own and you, you know, go off into the sunset um, mm -hmm. and, you know, you can just continue to be successful from there. I am learning. And I think others um, who've been in, you know, in business a number of years understand that you need that guidance. You need sort of that other uh, perspective to help you see what you're not seeing. But yeah. if there's any other, you know, insight that you gain that you're willing to share that you receive from that mastermind, I think that would be great for people to help un understand that. Absolutely. And the, what I loved about the mastermind was that there were so many different entrepreneurs there, like so many different areas of, of expertise, mm -hmm. and they all shared, you know, all that they're, you know, what they're going through. 
I also learned that at every level, there are challenges. (laughs) So anyone who thinks that when I get to six figures or when I get to a million, it's going to get easier. um, Yeah, I've learned that that's not the case at all. And and it might even get a little more challenging, right? Um, So I learned that. And it's it's also um, being in the same container with people of different abilities, skills, expertise, um, getting so many, so much advice. You take what you need, you leave what you don't. But I find that in that kind of environment, I thrive, you know, it's amazing to thrive because I'm just learning from so many other people, including the leader of the mastermind, right? But Mm -hmm. other entrepreneurs within the mastermind learned so much, was able to walk away and implement some strategies that they shared. And they are really, really very generous when it comes to sharing this is what I did in order to make this money. This is what I did in order to hire the best people or to, um, you know, sign this deal or to write a book, you know, whatever it is. Um, very generous people who I literally took away so much and implemented in my own business in order to um, to tighten things up and make it a, an, a success. Yeah, good, 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 good. So would you say that you have successfully redesigned your life from when you were, I mean, it's so interesting, Um, you described having to redirect your career, so to speak, because you needed to be more available for your son. And so, as you said, necessity is the, is it, I can't remember the term, necessity. Mother of all invention or something. Mother of all inventions. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember doing something similar. I didn't launch, go right into entrepreneurship. There was another um, sort of avenue that I took to actually enter into entrepreneurship. But you described having to, you know, basically make some changes in your lives to be able to be more available for your son. And as a result, you came up with eventually, you know, the five minute bookkeeper. So mm-hmm. to me, that is an intentional life redesign that was spurred by, you know, your need to be more available with your, with your, with your son. Now, do you think though, that you've successfully re- redesigned your life? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I've, I, the, the way that I've designed my life now is how I want it to be in order to be, to have the time, right? So my, absolutely, I want to build a million dollar, multi-million dollar, billion dollar business, right? No doubt about that, mm-hmm. but it cannot interfere with my, my, um, my why, mm-hmm. right? My big why, and he's my big why. Another one of my big why's was my daughter who just graduated last week, Saturday um, from college. I wanted her to go to college debt-free. I know the you know, horror stories about student loan debt. I didn't want her to graduate with debt, mm-hmm. right? So that was one of our, our goals. Mm-hmm. So now that that goal is complete, mm-hmm. um, my other goal is my son, like we're literally home today and my son is here, My ther- his therapist is here with him for three mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. So if I had to go, you know, to a, a job, then I wouldn't be home. He probably would be at daycare. And so- I want my life to continue to be like that. Yeah. I'm able to drop him off to school. I'm able to pick him up. His therapist can come to the house. She goes to school sometimes, but she can come to the house during the day. We used to have therapies at night. Mm. So we used to come home. Therapist used to be here until nine o'clock at night. And he used to be tired coming home from you know a whole day of school and, and aftercare. Yeah. So I wanted to redesign my life where I could be home more. So any therapies that he needed, it could be done during the day and we could have our evenings to just hang out and not be doing doing, doing therapy, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so anything that interferes, and I've I've said this recently to someone, I said, if my business growth, if making a million dollars is going to interfere with the my my life that the way I've designed it now, I don't want it. I'll yeah. slowly build it, I'll continue to make multiple six figures a year, but I do not want to have to sacrifice any of this that I've worked so hard to build. Yes. Um, in order to make to build a, a bigger business mm. um, so absolutely have redesigned my life um, my goal is to get a personal chef <laughs> so you know just to add on to that not to take anything away right yeah, absolutely. Um, because I really want to help him to live up to his potential and um, there's not a lot of resources out there that that do that do that so I have to kind of create it yeah. Ah, I love that. I love it. So one of the things that I like to ask everyone that's actually been on the show is, you know, what was it like transitioning in terms of your mindset, even, you know, other more practical things? Um, you know, what was it like transitioning from being an employee to being an entrepreneur? What are some of the changes that you know you had to make? Let me tell you something, Patrice. <laughs> it was so challenging because it's very, very different being an entrepreneur, basically depending on yourself for making money, right? Yeah. Your employer will pay you every two weeks. Yeah. You're expecting your check to be in your account every two weeks that Friday morning. <laughs> now you become your employer. Yes. And let me tell you, I'm going to tell say that the first year, I think I woke up in a cold sweat every morning. <laughs> Just thinking about, oh my gosh, Am I going to be able to pay myself? And you know what? It, it's so funny because I was making money in my business. Like I was making money. So it was not like I wasn't making any money, but it's always the, will I make money next month? Or will I be able to pay, pay my bills? Or, so that constant worry, especially in the beginning, because this is very new for you, right? It's like getting your training wheels and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I you know, And so it was very, for the first six months, I would say, I woke up like, am I going to be able to do this? Is this sustainable? And, um, you know, all the indications were yes, but you still, you know, the human person that you are, you worry about, am I going to be, am I going to, uh, can I do this? Can I do this yeah. on my own? And so that took a little while, but then getting my stride and getting, you know, having a coach and being in certain containers and developing my mindset, yeah. oh my goodness. I think that's one of the biggest, the number one thing that I've gained from this exp whole experience Yes, is your mindset has to be so on point. Yes. yes. I, I'm like 80 to 90% of all this is mindset, it right? Is. Because is. if you don't have that, you know, solid mindset, that solid foundation, mm -hmm. when things get a little wobbly, you're going to be like, you know, you can't, you can't do it. Right. Yeah. So I worked a lot on my mindset and I believe that I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, I think I've got this it's three years in, yes, yes, <laughs> I yes. think I'm like, okay, I think I've got this, but yeah, it was very, very challenging. It's not for the faint of heart. And you, you, you have to go into this with that kind of mindset that I'm going to do whatever it takes because you literally have to do mm -hmm. whatever it takes. And 
I'm going to pick up on that because I think for a lot of people, they've heard the word mindset batted around quite a bit in the last couple of years. And so what I'm going to do is at least give share my thoughts about the mindset that um, Nicole may be speaking about, and she can certainly add to that. So for those of you who are wondering who may still be working a nine to five, or maybe you're, you know, wherever you are in your life, you're trying to figure out what is this mindset thing that they're talking about for me and Nicole, please add anything else. Mm -hmm. The mindset is um, really basically changing the way that you think um, so that when you become anxious about where you are in your business, but especially when you're very, very new, changing the way that you think so that you stay encouraged, you stay confident, mm -hmm. you stay uh, motivated, you stay organized. Well, really organization, I think, comes from those first three. So mm -hmm. it's really... Um, you know, for example, you get up, you go to work, you know, you drive to work, you go in, you do the work and then you come home when you are an entrepreneur and you're facing your laptop and you're doing something new, you have to constantly re up, right. Your, the positive thinking, the knowledge about your, your space, the, um, you know, learning what tools you should use for your business. And so you have to stay motivated you know, hungry for more information, increasing your knowledge. So yeah. that, that's what I mean by mindset. Uh, I didn't know if you had anything else to add to that. Um, I would love to hear, Nicole, if you have anything yeah. else, because I really think that that people get kind of caught up in the word mindset without, without yeah. really understanding that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I would add to that, Patrice, is have a practice. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. something that you, you don't have to be meditating for an hour, and but mm -hmm. have a practice Yes. To, to regulate your nervous system. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because, and that's also part of the mindset, right? It's um, okay. And sometimes when things aren't going well, because things don't go well a hundred percent of the time, right? Yeah. So when yeah. things aren't going well, what is it that reminds you of mm -hmm. what, first of all, why are you doing this? Yes. And who has paid you? Yes. Right. The people who have paid you and you've worked with, what have they said about you? Like, sometimes you have to go and draw on that Mm -hmm. when things aren't looking so great at the moment, right? Yes. And, so you know, true. yeah, just reinforcing, okay, I can do this. I have the expertise. People have told me, sometimes I go back to read my testimonials. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Let me, yeah. let me pull one up. Okay, good. I yeah. bring value to the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's absolutely. And it really, really works, right? And the gratitude. I know a lot of people talk about yes. this too. The gratitude, yes. just being grateful for the opportunity to build your own business, to, yes. to be the CEO of your business, to yes. take care of your family, right? Yes. So sometimes that's, you know, I go back to that to just focus on the little things. As I said, have a practice, a little gratitude practice, a little, if you'd like to journal, I'm not a journaler, mm -hmm. uh, but if you like to journal, write some, you know, be what, what are you grateful for? So just a few things, just a daily practice. And it makes a world of difference. It does. It does. And I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, so what I've recommended in the past, and I'll recommend it here for those of you who may be interested, there is a book that I started reading in the first two to three months of my business. It's called The Miracle Morning for Entrepreneurs mm -hmm. um, by Hal Ed Elrod. And what he speaks about are the five things, the savers, are they five? There may be six, I don't remember, in the mornings that you do, um, um, it's not a religious book, the five things that you can do in the mornings to really get your mind ready for, you know, the task at hand, you know, which is to, of course, build a business. The five things are uh, 
I'm going to see if I can try to remember them really quickly. Um, silence for S, A for affirmations, V for visualization, E for exercise of whatever kind you want, um, R for reading, and then S for scribing. So it's mm. it's basically all the things that we've learned over the years that he kind of smushed into a book, um, but it works really, really well. And I still use my savers and I've, of course, recommended the savers to a number of other people. So thanks for bringing that up. You, you are absolutely right. Having a routine or something in, you know, to kind of, you know, keep you motivated and keep you gra um, grateful is a wonderful way to to stay. Make sure your mindset is right. Now, were did you get any feedback from your family members that you know said, well, maybe you should go back to work, or you know, anyone that, or maybe they were saying, no, absolutely, we're behind you a hundred percent. Love to know what your family thought. Okay, so my husband, mm -hmm. <laughs> he was because we've you know we've gone through entrepreneurship before. It didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So he was the kind of person like, you're in a job, I'm in a job, we're good, we're <laughs> safe. <laughs> right? mm -hmm. um, and so it was very, you know, it was tough convincing him that I could do this, right? Even though I was doing this part-time, I was making money. I had made in six months in my business what I used to make for the whole year in my, in my, at my job, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. so um, he was kind of the only one who was a little gun shy because of what happened in the past. And so when I was like, okay, this is the money that we have in the bank. I have six months of my salary saved, <laughs> right? So yeah. if something happens and it doesn't work out, I can go back. That was three years ago. Um, February is going to be, oh my gosh, going to be three years this February coming, mm -hmm. right? So he was kind of the only one. My mom was like, go for it. Like you, and she kind of always trusted me because she knows that I kind of have my head on straight most yes. of the time. <laughs> so, um, and then of course my, my other family members were very encouraging. Um, mm -hmm. I've heard of people not being, not getting support from their family. Mm -hmm. I, I have the best family, the most support. Mm -hmm. Um, if I need help with anything and I ask them, you know, <laughs> I need to go to this event. Can you, you know, Pick, pick up Brandon from school. Can you do this? You know, very supportive. Um, we live close to close in the same community. So it's very, you know, they're very supportive and it's very easy to like call on them. Good, good. Love to hear that. So what does an age has no limit life look like to you? Oh my goodness. So um, it's funny that you said that, and this is not like totally related to business, but um, I recently was having some autoimmune condition issues. And um, I feel like it's kind of a way for me to get that second wind, yeah. right? I'm coming up on 50. Um, I feel like, you know, sometimes, first of all, when we were young, we thought somebody who was 50 was old. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, so, so I'm like, I want to be the most vibrant, right? So what I did was when my doctor told me about this autoimmune condition, I literally thought about how I grew up, rural Jamaica, mm -hmm. no medicine, no doctor sometimes. Mm -hmm. Everything was natural. Everything that was wrong with us, our parents went to the field, went to the outside, they got some bush something and they say, so with all herbs and medicine, right? Own homemade medicine. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of wanted to go back to that you know, this farm to table kind of lifestyle. Yes, absolutely. And, um, and that's what I did right now, Patrice, you might know this, that I did a 90 day juice feast mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that has been helping me a whole lot less joint pain. So when I think about all the things that I'm doing now in terms of diet, in terms of lifestyle, 
it's taking care of this one body, yes. right? Mm-hmm. That is, you know, that can, I can, I can literally use food as medicine and live to a hundred. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so I'm, that's the, the kind of road I'm on where I'm focusing more on nutrition, um, farm to table. And I, let me tell you, I feel more vibrant mm-hmm. in my 40, at 48 than I did in my thirties. Yeah. I also feel like I look better, that my skin looks better. Um, I feel like I can do a lot more things. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm focusing also on that. I'm focusing on traveling more. Yes. Um, I mentioned earlier that we can almost go to Jamaica in like 90 minutes straight to the to Ocho Rios, which I, yes. I love. Mm-hmm. And so just thinking about how my inner working on my inner self, mm-hmm. right, my my body and then being more vibrant to do a lot of the things that I love to do. Mm, yes, 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 yes. And so age has no limit. This podcast is devoted to people who are uh, who believe in a no limit life, whether, you know, it is, as you described, you know, really, you know, sort of um, revisiting what you knew uh, in terms of how to live a healthy lifestyle as a child, mm-hmm. integrating it into your life now. Um, and actually making it your new lifestyle. Um, It could be, you know, travel, it could be entrepreneurship, it could be anything. It's really defined by the guest. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh, And then my last one or two questions for you. Do you have a bucket list? And if so, uh, do you mind sharing two things that are on your bucket list? Uh, I don't have a bucket list. (laughs) (laughs) I have always, and I think, again, going back to my, the way that I grew up, like nobody had a bucket like we literally woke up every day and lived right we just did what we were supposed to do who was supposed to go to the farm went to the farm the kids played the you know and so that's kind of I've tried to make one Mm -hmm. a few times attempted to make it Mm -hmm. um and never got around to Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. um but I I know that I just want to wake up and live every single day to the fullest right Mm -hmm. I don't have a like a plan. I don't have much of a bucket list. If I mm-hmm. feel like I want to, you know, travel here, I want to go to this place for a weekend, or we want to go on a family vacation. So my daughter, I mentioned earlier, she graduated. So we're we're thinking of going on a trip, like a family trip, just taking her on a, like for her, like a gift for her graduation. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking of doing that. But I don't know, I've never been like a long-term planner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Again, because of the way I grew up, um, it was just like living day to day, making um, spontaneous. I'm a little, not too spontaneous because <laughs> I'm Virgo. So we'd like to plan and organize. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, in terms of like, oh, we should go here or we should do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of love that. Sometimes I feel like when something is all planned out, it's like, oh my gosh. And then I also don't want to look at my bucket list and be like, oh my gosh, I said this five years ago and I still haven't done it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm just, we're just living and it's been, it's been amazing so far. Good, good. And I really, really appreciate that you took the time out to share, uh, you know, as much as you can about five minute bookkeeper. For those of you who learned about five minute bookkeeper, please share the website. Of course, it's five minute bookkeeper.com, the number five minute bookkeeper.com. And of course you can connect with me on Instagram, five minute bookkeeper, And of course, on Facebook, Nicole Barham, you can just look for for my name right there. 
Okay, great. And that, uh, for those of you who want to know, it's B-A-R-H-A-M. And I believe, um, I think you also, should, do you also have the Nicole Barham Instagram handle as well, that where you share information about 5-Minute Bookkeeper, or it's all a 5-Minute Bookkeeper? It's all 5-Minute Bookkeeper on Instagram as well. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Nicole, for your time. I really, thank really <laughs> enjoyed learning more about you um, and about 5-Minute Bookkeeper, how that came to be. I didn't know the background story to that. Yeah. And a little bit about your childhood here um, in Jamaica. Um, we do have some similarities there. So um, I wish you the best. I'm sure you'll have continued success. I'm sure Thank you'll you. reach that zenith you shared uh, recently. <laughs> and yeah. I'll be right here cheering you on. Thank you for being a guest on the Age Has No Limit podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Patrice. You're welcome. You're welcome. Remember, age has no limit.